It is a terrific Tuesday here. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it's you here on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next couple hours by our friends at Stadium. If you're watching us on Stadium right now, tip of the cap to you, good sir or good lady. We very much appreciate you. Thank you very much for joining us. we got two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way, talking all things sports betting, getting you set to bet and win and educate you a little bit, hopefully, and have some fun as well, talking all things in the world of sports. On today's program, we celebrate basketball. We're month, one month into the NBA season. We're taking the temperature of some of the futures markets. Who's going to win the NBA title? Who's going to win NBA most valuable player? Maybe some division prices as well as we move along. Ken Barkley is going to tell us uh, how to bet the Heisman Trophy ahead of conference championship weekend in college football. The whale capper, Drew Dinsick, NBC Sports betting analyst, will join us next hour talking a little NBA and his early bets for Week 13 in the NFL. And Ken and I will wrap up our early thoughts on Week 13 in the NFL. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank with the Chiefs and the Packers on Sunday Night Football. The Jaguars and the Bengals on Monday Night Football. And uh, a possible, probable NFC title game preview in Philly with the Niners and the Eagles. Absolutely can't wait for it. Final hour, power hour of the show, all our bets for tonight. When then we'll also be joined by Jason Sobel giving us golf bets. And Big Cat, Dan Katz, the Barstool Big Cat from Barstool Sports will join us as well in the power hour. But joining us right now to kick off hour number two today on this terrific Tuesday, to kick off our time on Stadium today, is our good friend, the great Matt Moore from the Action Network. Matt on Twitter, at HP Basketball, has an amazing like daily NBA betting podcast that we encourage all our listeners and viewers to check out. Matt supports us. Support him. Uh, check out Buckets is the name of the podcast. Again, he's on Twitter at HB Basketball. All of his written work can be found with our friends at the Action Network. Matt, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. Hope you and your family had an awesome Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Doing well, man. I'm excited for tonight. These uh, This is the last night of tournament games in the NBA, and I'm a little sad about it. These games have been better. These games have been interesting. This has added like a little new flavor. Uh, last night, we did, we get we know we're going to have everybody rested. We know that we're not going to have anybody on back-to-backs. I'm a little sad that the tournament's ending, uh, but I'm excited to go out next week to Vegas and catch the actual knockout round uh, out there in Vegas. Yeah, I was reading that like uh, Turner and ESPN going to combine their television coverage of the event too, so you'll get like inside the NBA and like Stephen A. and Will Bond and these guys like all basically covering the in-season tournament, which will be which will be pretty cool. I I don't look. I, I really did not enjoy looking up the tiebreakers, I have to be honest, and trying to figure out what was going to happen in the games tonight for betting. But you're right, Matt. Like, the games have been better. And we've been doing NBA on the show, like, <laughs> the in-season tournaments, just obviously. Say this? Just yeah. to Ken's point, the tiebreaking, I looked this up before the show also. I got, like, halfway through the first one, and my head started yeah. to hurt. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Ken's yeah. <laughs> How much do the Celtics have to win by, depending on what happens in the Nets game? What's the number? And and, and they can actually do it. Uh, that'd be kind of interesting. They play the Bulls tonight. We'll see. Uh, Matt, we were talking about NBA in the last segment, though, and just kind of like more macro stuff about a month through the season. And, you know, like I, <laughs> like we, I say with the NFL season, it's impossibly long. And the NBA season would certainly fit that description, too. Don't want to jump to too many conclusions off of just such a small number of games. But we're a month in, can at least kind of see where everything's at. We play a game on the show sometimes with baseball, another impossibly long season, called like Thing or May or like Thing or April, which is basically like, here's something that's happened that we didn't expect. Team gets off to a good start, team whatever. Is it a thing or is it just because it's like early in the season? There are two Western Conference teams that have outperformed expectations a lot this year. They're one and two seed, basically, if the season ended today. Oklahoma City and Minnesota. Are those teams things? awards one seed whatever is it thing or november which for both of those teams what do you think 
Yeah, I call this the uh, the question of whether or not they're mirror teams. And the answer to that is sometimes teams get off to really good starts. And then with December 15th rolls around and they happen to catch their own reflection in the mirror and go, oh, no, we're not good at all. Oh, oh, we're not good. Um, however, I don't think either of these teams are, are mirror things. I think they're things. I think these two teams are legit. Uh, was high on the Wolves. Look, I, what I'm looking for here, I think, is do you have superstar talent? Do you have good coaching? Does your roster make sense? And these teams capture all of those categories. Uh, Chris Finch and Mark Dagonal are both exceptional coaches. Anthony Edwards, Shea Gilders-Alexander are both absolute superstars. Chet Holmgren, Carl Anthony Towns are excellent number two stars to have. Their rosters make sense. Like the OKC guys, there are guys on this roster like Isaiah Joe who have been percolating for a while that if you were a sicko and watching those Thunder teams, you're like, you know, he's pretty good. And now that they're actually coming into like formation of a team, it's like, oh yeah, those guys really are pretty good. Same thing. You got Jaden McDaniels and you got all these different guys like Shake Milton adding very good minutes for Minnesota. So you have these rosters that are complete. It's not just superstars at the top and then a bunch of, I don't know about this, like the Suns. Um, you have great coaching and you have superstars at the top. The Wolves, everything checks out on them. They have this awesome defense. Their strength of schedule defensively is elite. Their offense is always going to be a little... But if you're as good as they are defensively, you're going to be solid. OKC's win profile is very good. So I'm a big believer in both of these teams. I love Wolves' team futures. And one of my favorite bets right now is Shea Gillis-Alexander, MVP, because I legitimately think he's going to be in the top three. And so if there's a possibility of injury or other plot twist happening later that we see the top of the of the list kind of fall out, whether they don't hit 65 games or whatever, I love the possibility of Shea being there. I think both those teams are legit. The Shea, 12-1, to 1, the sixth choice in the market right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. All right, so we played Thing or November. Was that like a Gone Till November? Who did that song? Thing or November? Why, why Wycliffe, yeah. great song, right? It really yeah. is a good song. It's like I got transported back to like eighth grade. It's a great song. I um, asked played... myself why, oh, wow. <laughs> See, you must understand. Yeah, go ahead. Anyway. What a great song. Uh, we played Finger November with two surprising Western Conference teams. Uh, let's do it in the East right now with your 12 and 5. Orlando Magic beating the Celtics and the Nuggets in the last week. Matt, Thing or November? And you can sing it in the White Club voice if you want. The Orlando Magic. I'm going to skip on the singing, but I will say that I think this is more of a November thing. Now, I like the Magic to make the playoffs. I think that they're really solid and they're going to be in that in competition for it. I think they'll hang. Uh, I think they'll at least be in the play-in tournament. You'll have a good opportunity to bet uh, out of that position later. I don't expect them to slide any further than out of the play-in picture. I think this team is really good. They're well-coached. Jamal Mosley, I think he's getting better as a coach. Um, they've been without... Markel Fultz and Wendell Carter Jr. Now some of their success is because of how well the replacement players have stepped in. But this defense is absolutely ferocious with Jalen Suggs. They've got really good balance. But the offense, I think, is the reason why I'm a little bit more, oh, I don't know about this. Um, so I think with Orlando, I'm much more of like, look, this is the start that you need. If you had Orlando playoff futures, this is what you needed. You've got it. Like all they got to do now is not completely screw up the rest of the way. And I think that's possible. But I think this team is probably closer to six, seven than they are to three, four. And that gap is very important in terms of the betting futures. I think Orlando is going to be a great team to bet nightly because of how the, the I think the market is still a little bit too tied to the preseason power rating, which was too low. Um, but I do think that you want to be a little bit hesitant on going all in on this team as far as like awards markets or anything, because I don't think they're necessarily going to be a high win total team. 
I think that makes a bunch of sense. We can do like a little bit of playoffs here because you mentioned the Magic in the East. Like you think they'll make it, but you know, we'll kind of see what the seed ends up being. In the West, Matt, like I just, every way I work it, like maybe Ja comes back and they win a bunch of games. But like, it seems like, like 11 for eight spots, basically something like that. And maybe you don't believe in Houston. Maybe it's 10 for eight spots. So like, there's a pretty, I'm going to read some teams. There's a pretty real chance that one of these teams, like maybe they make the play in, or maybe they like make nothing and they just don't make it. And people remember last year, like how Dallas collapsed down the stretch of the season. Like nobody thought that was going to happen. And then they didn't make it like with the Warriors and Lakers played in the play in a few years ago. Like it just, these, these things, there's too many teams. Things happen sometimes. Like, do you think, and I'm going to read these teams, do you think the Pelicans will miss the playoffs? Do you think the Warriors will miss the playoffs? Do you think the Clippers will miss the playoffs? New Orleans, Golden State, Clippers, all kind of profile in that range right now. Are you worried about any of them not making it? I'm worried about New Orleans and Golden State. I'm actually not worried about the Clippers. They're going to, like, the last time was a perfect example of this. They're going to have enough of these games where you're just like, what is wrong with you idiots? Like, I just got done rewatching that game, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, what are yeah. you doing? on a lot of these possessions, but they're also, but then you look up and be like, oh, they're still fine. I, I really worry about the Warriors. And I think that, that you, that everyone should be, uh, their overall numbers are masking some stuff. Their win profile is not good. They're not doing great at home. The biggest thing is that even when Draymond was playing, they're not able to just be like, well, no matter what, we'll just destroy everybody in the Steph and Draymond minutes. It's not happening. It's just not happening right now. No Wiggins. With Wiggins, doesn't matter. Like, Wiggins is catching the most heat, and he should. He's been wretched. They're not winning the minutes without Wiggins with Steph and Draymond. That's a huge red flag. Pelicans, it's just basically you can't predict the injury stuff. Like, some of this stuff is crazy. Like, CJ McCollum has a collapsed lung. Is that on the, the training staff for not keeping his lungs inflated? Like, some of this stuff is just their snake bit, but that team has so much friggin' talent. Um, lost last night was like, oh, young team still trying to figure out what they're doing. Like they still don't have that gear, but Ingram and Zion are starting to pick up a little bit in terms of their chemistry. That's a real positive sign. I like the Pelicans, but I don't know if they're going to stay healthy. I don't like the Warriors. I'm very concerned about them and I'm not crazy about the Clippers, but I think that they're still going to wind up there because there's enough talent and infrastructure there. I think for them to get through the regular season, even as we all keep going Ugh, with those guys. Pretty big buzzkill. I was made that noise. That was like t home improvement noise. Uh, that was me at the end of the, uh, the Pelicans game last night when Brandon so, Ingram no. missed that shot. Yeah. <laughs> but Brandon Ingram missed to send the game to overtime. Would have probably won my team total over. Instead, I lost. Uh, you better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Tuesday talking the NBA with our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network. Matt on Twitter at HP Basketball. Matt, in hour number one, Ken was talking about the Eastern Conference, right? We just did some stuff on the West. And obviously there's a clear tier atop the East with Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly in whatever order people want to put them in. Boston obviously is the top team right now and the favorite to win the NBA championship at BetMGM. Um, so it's not going to be Orlando because we've determined they are November and not a thing. Any reason to believe that there's another team in the East that could kind of like penetrate that group and like be one of the teams left standing at the end in the Eastern Conference other than Milwaukee, Boston, and Philadelphia? I've bet Miami, and I will not apologize for it. Yeah, uh, man. Look, that team is, a, that team is obnoxious yeah. and irritating. I like the way they're playing, man. Jaime Hawkes gives them like a different dimension. They've got enough guys. Like, they just have enough guys to get through this. 
you're seeing a more aggressive Bam Adebayo, and like he's on my tiers list for MVP, and I know it's too early to have that, but that's what I do. It's going to be out on Friday. We'll have th- 15 players on the list because that's how it is early season. But like Bam's being more aggressive. That changes the dynamic. That means that you don't have to rely on Jimmy Butler being Superman because, quite honestly, he hasn't been early season. Um, they'll get Hero back. They've gotten contributions from Hawkins. Orlando Robinson's pretty good. Haywood Highsmith, like, they are finding these guys. Regardless of the Jovic situation, they've done really well. They are still exceptionally coached. Like I just keep getting back to this with the coaching, which is when the playoffs come around, are you going to feel better with what's going on with Adrian Griffin in Milwaukee, with Missoula in Boston, or Eric Spolstra and a roster of guys that nobody believes in, and I'm still going to want have, have gotten my money on them early. So I think they're dangerous, though I will tell you right now, like, look, Philly's legit. Like, they're, Nurse has them different. This team yeah. is wired differently. Sixers and different? So, yeah, yeah big this, time. it is it is different with Philly this year. And Bead's better, Maxi's better, the roster's better, the sets are better, the defense is better. That team's legit. Miami's legit. I really do think that capping the Eastern Conference by how you rank the coaches is not a bad approach in a league where we all tend to focus on who the best player is. So JB Bickerstaff number one. Is that what we're all agreement on? We're all we're all there with now. Uh got like two minutes left. Got a bunch of games tonight. That was really good big picture stuff, by the way, but you probably just get get some bets for night and really interesting games to me, like Thunder Timberwolves. We just I queued you up on both those teams. I should have mentioned they are playing like maybe we learned something in that game in like 90 seconds, Matt, 60, 90 seconds. Any bets for tonight in the NBA? Oh, yeah, we're getting creative tonight. Uh, Knicks and Celtics need dominant wins. So I looked up over the last three seasons what's happened when they won by more than 15 points. Guess what? The opponent team total under has hit about 90% of the time. In Boston's case, it's 20 out of 23 in the Missoula era of their opponent team total under hits when they win by 15 plus. And the Celtics need to absolutely win by 15 plus. I don't care if Jason Tatum doesn't like the point differential, if they want the 500,000, that's what they need. So I've got alts on Celtics team total overs parlayed with unders on the, on the, the Bulls unders and separately Bulls team total under alternate plays tonight. Same thing with Charlotte and New York. I also like Atlanta plus four. Um, I actually just have that power rated. Atlanta sneaky under the radar, been pretty good. Trey Young shooting 37% from three all of a sudden. Kind of a sneaky angle for them. And I love Houston night tonight plus four that lines down from five on the overnight. Uh, I've got this power rate, basically a pick them. Dallas doesn't do well whenever they have to face anybody with a pulse. And right now Houston's got a pulse. So I like Rockets plus five as well. I like the Tatum angle. Like he doesn't like the point differential, but also likes money. Like I don't like pushing people in front of buses, but for $500,000. Yeah. Just BB grandma. Grandma got pushed in front of a bus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good job, Matt. Statement. That's awesome. <laughs> you might say there's no such thing as murder. Uh, Matt on Twitter, <laughs> at HP Basketball. The podcast is Buckets. Great work for our friends at the Action Network. My friend, we appreciate it. Stay well. Good luck with the bets. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. <laughs> the great Matt Mark. On the And check out Matt's betting podcast, NBA betting podcast, Buckets. On the other side, we continue to celebrate basketball here on You Better You Bet. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.